उन्होंने अनाउंस किया था कि जी इनकी फंडिंग वो कर रहे हैं उन फाइव स्टार्टअप में बुक मी डॉट पी के ऑलरेडी टीबीटी पे आ चुके हैं नंबर टू के ऊपर This was what I found the most exciting because they're working in education and they're working in fintech and this is an area that I'm not only personally passionate about but also one of the area jo ke mujhe lagta hai ki agar startup space mein Pakistan mein potential hai to wo is area mein tha we had Alina over and we talked about the model why uh, you know she believes that this will work the potential impact ऑलरेडी स्केल क्या है और आने वाले वक्त में वो किधर देख रही हैं इनकी जर्नी भी हमने देखी शी इज ग्रेजुएटेड फ्रॉम एम आई टी वर्क एट गोल्डमन सैक्स इट्स अ सॉलिड प्रोफाइल फिनल एक्सपीरियंस इफ यू रेडी वॉन अंडरस्टैंड के पाकिस्तान में स्टार्टअप्स कौन सी काम कर रही हैं कौन सी एक्साइटिंग हैं कौन सी ऐसी हैं जिनको अगर फंडिंग हुई है तो वी ने कुछ सोच के ही फंडिंग की होगी यू नो यूल बी एबल टू गेट लॉट ऑफ इनसाइट फ्रॉम दिस कॉन्वर्जेशन अगर आप चैनल पे नए हैं तो हमें सब्सक्राइब करना मत भूलिएगा अगर आप चैनल पे पुराने हैं तो डू लाइक द वीडियो इट रियली हेल्प्स विद द एलगोरिदम इफ यू हैव एनी थॉट्स लेट मी नो इन द कॉमेंट सेक्शन बिलो इट रियली हेल्प्स मी इम्प्रूव द क्वालिटी ऑफ द कॉन्वर्जेशन ओवरसीज पाकिस्तानीज कैन हेल्प सपोर्ट द चैनल विद द स्ट्राइप लिंक डाउन बिलो इट हेल्प्स अस रिमेन इंडिपेंडेंट फॉर एज लॉन्ग एज पॉसिबल बट एनी हेयर इज अलीना नदीम ऑन टी गो Lahore Studio Alina how are you I'm good how are you Great thank you for joining us Thank you for having me I'm going to start the conversation just trying to understand a little bit about where were you born and early life aapne kahan pe guzari Sure Um So as you mentioned my name is Alina I grew up in Saudi uh Riyadh a very different Riyadh from what it is now end to end like you were born in Riyadh as well No we probably don't want to go into the story of where I was born because it's a bit of a circle but I was born in New York lived in London but all of my middle school and then moved to Saudi so middle school and high school all that I remember is from Saudi Riyadh Right yeah. interesting how was that how was Riyadh at the time Um I loved it you know people ask me you know you lived in Riyadh you go to school on a camel and I was like what <laughs> <laughs> I could have school on a camel I loved it right I think ignorance is bliss and when mm. you're a child you don't really know of your life outside a compound I grew up in a compound right. which you might know um it's just a gated community I had everything that I needed there um but now that I do think about it wearing an abaya and going outside the compound and you know outside the company is a very conservative society and um now that i've gone more exposed and gone to college in the us and you know read a little and and realized that oh you know maybe i was living in a very conservative society and the compound life is not necessarily how everyone's grown up right. but in from but within the compound it was different but even yeah. back in those days yeah i lived in a british compound so there's right. some compounds which are um you know where the majority is foreigners and right. so i lived in one of those and um so it was still a very westernized like that ground or that land is western land so technically and so it's 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 quite liberal there interesting um yeah and you did your high school from riyadh as well yes i went to a small school um british international school of riyadh right 
Had you lived in Pakistan? I have never lived time? in Pakistan. Okay. So I am an overseas Pakistani. I only moved to Pakistan for the first time in my life um, in October 2021 uh, to start at Jufai. Um, right. And yeah. Okay, before going there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you graduated, I would say, in 2012. Yeah. And you, where did you go for your university? I went to MIT. Yeah. Uh, doing what? Uh, I did my undergrad there in uh, business and finance, and uh, graduated in 2016. Tell me about your, um, like, why did you choose MIT? What was the thought process there? Um, why did you pursue business in the first place? And MIT, man, generally, when you think MIT, you think engineering, right? You mm. think tech or or any form of engineering. To be very honest. Um, business is generally not the first thing that comes to your mind uh, so tell me about the thought process ke while you were in high school applying to colleges uh, what were you looking at sure i also did a lot of courses in mathematics so i have a minor in maths right um but i felt that the sloan business school was really intriguing to me at that time i think people also forget that when you're a kid i mean younger i mean you go to college at what 1920 21 who you don't really know what you want to do with your life yeah, what yeah. you go with what interests you right i thought i felt i got uh, introduced to this professor called john cox he created the you know shows this like model he was a great professor and i love the way that he taught and so um he he introduced me to more slow like sloan courses and Yeah, that I think that's where I kind of ended up being pulled into there. Um but was it an active thought pro- like decision probably not. You know, I just kind of got Was like MIT a dream or was it just something that just uh, an interesting coincidence that happened? No, definitely a dream. I remember I put on a poster. This is like manifestation 101. I put up a poster on my bedroom wall in Saudi and was like, you know, I This 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 is where I want to go because right. I've always been fascinated with technology as well, and that like MIT is like the MIT, school for yeah, technology, yeah, right? Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, having gone to MIT, what can you identify from within yourself? Because just don't give up, many give up, right? आपको दिमाग में आता है कि यार MIT तो is just just this. this exclusive club jidhar ghusne ke liye khuda hi janta hai kya chahiye hoga so were you like a a genius student with distinctions across the board was it incredible co curricular activities or was it you really knowing what you wanted to do and then pursuing a path to 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 make it happen what what made it happen rather if i were to ask you yeah i mean obviously you need the grades right mm-hmm. like i have 13 a stars 3 a 4 a stars and a levels distinctions in economics i think you know economics record is still so on like the a books solid like yeah i mean like yeah. i had 800 out of 800 in the sats but nobody but i just think that these scores don't really mean anything right mm-hmm. i think for me actually you know i think in pakistan it's become a little bit of like a status symbol ke aap acha aap kaun se college pe gaye but uh. what i find really frustrating is and the, i often see this more in in females is that you you see amazingly talented females super smart females who've gone to who like you know they, they've gone into this amazing college and then i ask them what are you doing with your life and now and they might not have pursued something that they were really passionate about so right. i think what matters more is okay you've gone into a great college it's great but what you do after what right. do you do with that degree right like right. if i just 
and putting the degree on my wall and not making use of that, then I've taken a seat from somebody who is maybe more deserving than me, who could have done more with that degree. So I think that's the more important part. But obviously getting into a good college also, and if you don't get into a great college with like the MITs or the Harvards or the Yales of it's the, world, the, it's, the world, it's not the end of the world, right? Like mm-hmm. if you look at some of the leading businessmen today, some of them haven't even gone to college, yeah. right? Yeah, so I think it's about, I think also my time at MIT, I noticed that there was, and this is just my, it might, might, might be my controversial opinion. <laughs> Maybe we might need to cut this out. But I think that there is like an inverse relationship between EQ and IQ. Okay. Right? So just bear with me for one second. I I just, some of my friends in MIT, they're genuinely geniuses, right? Like they're way smarter than me, right? Right. And um, they've gone on to do PhD in nuclear engineering, you know, working at SpaceX now in the Valley, doing, you know, crazy things. But there's a certain level of EQ that you need to really kind of push things on the ground in the real world. Right. Um, And I feel like sometimes some of my MIT kids who are like the top one, 5%, the smartest of the batch are actually, you know, maybe not pursuing the things that I would have thought they might be pursuing. But the second, like the 80th to 85% of like the B students to B plus students in MIT, they're doing wild things because I think that they have the perfect balance of EQ and IQ. What do you, uh, how do you define wild things? Uh, uh, well, you my definition it's, of wild it's more things impactful is, or do you think it's more I mean, how, do, how would you define it? Well, in the technology space, what I really think is groundbreaking, right? Mm. Like um, at the forefront of technology, for example, one of my friends, um, Tarek Mansoor, he lived right next to me. He's founded a startup, billion dollar valuation um, called Kalshi, Lebanese background. Um, he's really trading, changing like the way that you look at betting and FX. He's created a new product in the, you know, in, in the US. Like right. uh, he's really at the front. What I like define as, um, wild is groundbreaking technology right. that is so really changing the game a lot more risk a lot more exploration and a lot more um so f- the top five percentile would probably just go and work somewhere while the the well, most I, street smart ones would actually end up taking a lot more risks would you say dunia bhar mein technology bahut evolve kar chuki hai ab aap ghar baithe ek mobile phone se puri dunia mein kisi kism ki bhi डिफरेंट एसेट्स स्टॉक्स या इवन क्रिप्टो करेंसीज खरीद सकते हैं जहाँ पर ये टेक्नोलॉजिकल एवोल्यूशन आए वहाँ पर भी अनफॉर्चुनेटली हालात ऐसे हैं कि इकॉनमी एक ऐसी जगह पर पहुँची हुई है कि बड़े आजकल बुरे हालात हैं इन्फ्लेशन बहुत ज़्यादा बढ़ रही है सेविंग्स हमारी डिप्लीट हो रही हैं ज़्यादातर लोग इन्वेस्टमेंट्स करते ही नहीं हैं और जो करते भी हैं वो नाइन्टी परसेंट लॉसेज अनफॉर्चुनेटली बनाते हैं इसी प्रॉब्लम को सॉल्व कर रहा है सरमाया डॉट पी के जो कि अपने फाइनेंशियल ट्रेडिंग प्लेटफॉर्म्स पर ट्रेनिंग्स भी ऑफर करता है और डेटा भी ऑफर करता है जिससे आप पूरी दुनिया की खासकर पाकिस्तानी मार्केट्स को बसानी देख सकते हैं अगर आप लोग अपने इन्वेस्टमेंट्स और ट्रेडिंग में स्ट्रगल कर रहे हैं तो आई वु डेफिनेटली अर्ज यू टू चेक आउट सरमाया फाइनेंशियल प्लेटफॉर्म इट्स अ रिमार्केबल प्लेस जहां पर आपको बहुत इंटरेस्टिंग यू नो रिपोर्ट्स के थ्रू डेटा भी मिलता है इन्वेस्टमेंट की एडवाइस भी मिलती है और खासकर उनकी ट्रेनिंग्स जहां पर उनके एक्सपर्ट्स जो हैं वो आपको क्रिप्टो और स्टॉक मार्केट और कमोडिटीज और एसेट्स के अंदर ट्रेड करके पैसे कमाना सिखाते हैं सो चेक आउट द प्लेटफॉर्म एंड चेक आउट द ट्रेनिंग्स नाउ बैक टू द पॉडकास्ट आई थिंक बिल्डिंग अ बिलियन डॉलर कंपनी रिक्वायर्स अ सर्टेन लेवल ऑफ लाइक ऑन ग्राउंड लाइक ह्यूमन ई क्यू एंड आई थिंक द जीनियस इज विच इज अनफॉर्चुनेट बट इफ यू पेयर मे बी अ जीनियस फाउंडर लाइक वन लाइक द टॉप फाइव परसेंट विद you know any that's that's a killer combo that's makes what sense. i the complementary skills i could say makes sense how were the four years there though i mean Tough. did you 
and I'll, I'll start with the you landing there you're landing at MIT yeah there must be a massive imposter syndrome there <laughs> yeah for um, sure so how was that i mean once you were in so i think one thing people don't realize is that um mit is a curved school so what does that mean so the grading is curved so what that right. means is and versus maybe other ivs are not i wouldn't name them but they're not curved so what that means is even if you are you score an 85% out of 100 hmm. in your class hmm. If everybody has scored a 95, right? You're a C student. Even though you know 85% of the information, right? right? Like that's how some of the courses are curved and so because of that it's a very tough school because obviously you have a lot of people from all over the world who are better at calculus than me or, you know, at other things, you know, than me and so um it was it was tough that way, but um Yeah, I I still graduated. I was a uh, uh class uh you could say class president, so class vice president. So, um so so it must have done something right. Ooh. But yeah. <laughs> Were there a lot of Pakistanis there? There was in my batch four Pakistanis. Mhm. Four or five. And but in my the total Pakistan or Pakistani organization I think had like 20 30. Right. Yeah. Were was the community integrated? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean you hadn't lived in Pakistan but yeah. was there was that identity always there um you know when you were meeting people or Yeah I was I mean I was president of the Pakistani society for a year as well um and I always I've always felt maybe because of my parents um that like my parents used to make me come back to Pakistan make me you know meet my Pakistani relatives and like work on the ground here in our charity to make sure that You know, I have a strong affiliation to my background. Tell me about the charity. What what does that do? Sure. So the charity is called Progressive Education Network and um it has been educating children for, you know, the last decade in Pakistan. Um I, I think the current number is 700,000 students um in the public sector that we just pay that, you know, we along with other um very notable donors. Um, donors um uh pay pay the fee for the child for free and um yeah but it's mostly in the secondary education s- sector so primary secondary interesting and you worked with the charity as well every yeah we worked there since i was a kid um uh as far back as i remember and i think that's from a, a large extent that's genuinely what shaped my passion for this sector because i saw charity is great but it's not sustainable right, right. like it's not going to change the game for pakistan it's not going to change the game for the education sector because you have to go back and tell your donors mujhe aur paise de de humne karna and the like the fact that it's not sustainable is what used to frustrate me um yeah interesting uh mit mein aapka major kya tha uh i majored in business majored in business sloan sloan um tell me about like what sort what what sort of courses were there um what did the I mean w- the academic side of things what did it look like for four years in terms of the courses at MIT what was the most interesting yes i think the john like the john cox course was great um he told me the shows model options model taught w- me options what's what's what are those so options is either put and call trading right it's a um it's a it's a it's a trading mechanism i don't know how to dumb it down but like it's a way to ensure that your losses are preserved in a in a put or call or you know i learned butterfly schemes which basically tells you how you should manuf- 
like put a put and call together to ensure that you can put in a trade, but make sure your losses are covered to a certain degree. Interesting. Um, so I found that very interesting um, because I think the traditional way of, for example, thinking about trading is um, you, you you put your money in, and if the money goes down, your losses are gonna, you're going to lose money. But no, you can you can put your money in and say this is how much. After a certain point, I don't want to lose anymore. Right. And that was interesting. So you to can me. mitigate your risk at mitigate all points. Mitigate your risk, mitigating yeah. your risk, and like opening my eyes up to this world that I hadn't seen um, was interesting. Um, and so you graduated in 2016. Yeah. What good. did you do straight up after that? Um, I uh, started working at Goldman Sachs. Actually, I graduated in like June, and then the next day, I remember I was flying to I <laughs> flew to London to start my job, and my my family was not too happy about that. Um, but and that job was in London. Yeah, it was in London. I right. wanted to be closer to Saudi, right. um, and so I was on the the desk that I was on was the fixed income desk at Goldman. Okay. Um, and what does that entail? So what that entailed was that I used to uh, work with the tech companies in the UK, so like Apple, Google, Facebook, their treasury departments, and be like, okay, this is how much cash they Apple has. Um, mm. And or like Facebook or whatever. I can't. By the way, these clients are obviously not the actual clients of Goldman. Right. I'm, I'm not naming the clients of Goldman. Um, but uh, and just say, okay, this is what you. This is how much money you have. You should invest it in certain fixed income products. And but I think what was interesting about my time there is I really learned about credit. So and that's basically what Edufi does now. I mean, the credit space is really understood. How does the risk change for longer credit, shorter credit? How does tenure affect credit? Um, and what are the different types of fixed income products that you can make? And what is the corporate appetite for that? So would, like, would Apple invest in ABCP paper? Would they invest in commercial paper? Would right. they, like, what are the type of fixed income products that they would genuinely feel safe in? Why do they feel safe in that? You know, so I think that was really eye-opening to me. And I was able to learn a lot about the credit space in a short amount of time. And what I loved about Goldman is that it had the same amount of rigor that MIT had in terms of its time. And um, I thrive when it's... a um, very high-paced environment. Right, and you were there for three years? Yeah. Um, why did you leave? I got an offer from Ventura Capital, which is a late-stage tech fund. It's based out of London. Mm -hmm. um, they focus on fintech, and, they, and I was put on the fintech deals that focus on the credit side because of my background in credit. And um, so that was super fun as well. Um, I worked on Paytm in India and helped raise 50 million US dollars as part of that. Um, How aggressive is the, I mean, when you're f working at such a firm, how aggressively are they looking at uh, in terms of numbers, in terms of, I mean, we hear a lot of VCs throwing money over the last few years. In your experience, how much of a due diligence did they do? Um, what was the process like? Uh, when identifying what sort of a company to invest in, what sort of a startup to invest in, um, and particularly when it comes to emerging markets where the dynamics more often than not can be fairly different compared to um, you know, what, what's historically been happening in, in the West. Sure, so I'll answer your first question first. Um, money is not flowing around like it used to, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Has I think, that changed very recently? Yeah, of course, with the tech crash, right? I think right. you know we're both aware of the tech crash. Um, we let's let's just park that tech crash aside. I think yes, um, in the early stages, it and was I, there I, a lot I, of FOMO? Yeah, 
Uh, yeah, it's a FOMO. It's a FOMO trade. I think it's also VC. The thing is, but I don't actually think that that's the wrong way to invest. That's what I think. My okay. opinion is. Let me tell you. Just let me just bear with me for one second, because when you're an early stage startup. You're investing in the genuinely you are investing in the founder because the idea or the initial product pivots so many times. Right. Right. So if you're going in, uh, investors cannot say at an early stage, I'm investing in like you know the big vape or or like not big vape. Or I'm invest in, in investing in relics or whatever product they've made because that product's going to change its shape. Right. So you're investing in the tenacity of the founder, the desire of the founder, and like. With the capability of the founder, whether they can see through some form of that vision. So I don't think that's wrong. In the later stages, though, when you're going to grow, due diligence becomes very important. Um, I worked in Ventura was a Series C to Series D fund. Right. Um, majority of their deals were in that stage, and the due diligence was there. Right, mm -hmm. like we used to spend eight, like at least at Ventura, we used to spend a lot of time looking at the financial statements of the business. What is their path? And at that time, when I was there. The question of what is the path to profitability was coming into question before the tech space. You know, we saw the Ubers of the world where you could have losses for ages and no one would even ask, like, you know, when is the CAC going to go down, customer acquisition cost going to go down, and when is the path to profitability there? But um, but uh, I was at when I was at Ventura, that question was that you know we st we had started asking that question and we did want to see some sort of either exit or some path to profitability, especially in emerging markets. Hmm. Um, that question does play a role. In SF, maybe not so much because the capital is there, right? But in Pakistan, when you're building a company, you do need to think about, like you know, if for example, right now we're in a tough time, like can my business sustain itself? It like can it become profitable? Right. For a lot of, I mean, when you're looking at emerging markets, Pakistan in 2021, 2022, I was having a lot of conversations. The sentiment was very different. Um, there was a lot of free dollar cash available. Pump uh, the market COVID ke baad se. Or bas ye tha ke yaar, where the next success story? Or ab to ji, we're just waiting on the day ke pehla unicorn aayega aur uske baad ji line lagegi. I've been a long-term cynic of uh, startup. Fundraising in Pakistan, because the medals are very wrong. We have to constantly do that. You know, they funding. They don't know what they are doing. Core problem solving. But you know, who has the biggest fundraising round? But more importantly, when I look at other countries like India or Indonesia, right? look at these countries, they were able to do it. These countries had this, they really first focused on on hard industries and soft industries and services and when you look at their overall economies you know they're they're doing i mean india is doing 150 billion dollars worth of exports just in it alone um and it's a lot of that dollar coming in and then creating a middle class just middle class ke upar aap ek sort of layer banate hain startups ki right so when i look at pakistan which is draining 20 25 billion dollars a year suddenly it makes you feel like a pump and dump ko domain side pe rakke, does the graph make sense at least in the short term mm. no i think that's a very very valid question um and i think that goes back to my point about one you need to have a path to profitability and second is true value creation right. and that's why i focused on edufy because i believe in making sure that technology is used to solve real problems okay if you're solving a real problem the money will come and the money will flow. Forget about the money flowing. I mean, this is how I think. Forget about the money flowing, it will come. Hmm. If you are making or putting technology to solve a problem that doesn't exist, that is the only time your startup will fail. And this is, I mean, 
all other problems you can account for. Okay, okay your, maybe your UX is not correct. You haven't designed that correctly. Go back to the UX team, fix it, and then you will be able to capture the customer demand. Maybe your product is not making sense. Maybe they want a you know, longer tenure, or maybe it's in a sector that might doesn't make sense. But the one problem that you cannot solve for is the, your, is like there being no demand for your product. Hmm. You can't create a demand, right? right? So that's why... I believe in emerging economies where your capital constraint, technology should be used on real problems. So let's just, I'm just going to focus on EduFi for a quick second. Right. Like EduFi short for education finance. We're solving the education problem in Pakistan. The, I mean, at least for me, when I was in London, I was thinking, okay, I want to go back to help my country in Pakistan. What are the two big problems that I see or that I personally am passionate about? One was people do not have access to education. And until we increase the literacy rate of Pakistan, nothing's going to happen. Right. The second is people don't have money. Right. We're a poor country. Right. If you put these two problems together, what do you get? Student loans. Right. Right. Like this is a real problem. Right. Mm. And I think that's where true value creation comes when you're generating or using technology to create value for a problem that genuinely exists. And if you're doing that, I do believe that capital should flow because the numbers will flow, hmm. right? Demand means numbers. Numbers mean profitability or real growth. And when you have real growth and real profitability, uh, investors are not going to leave an opportunity on the table. Makes sense. So Look, you, like, yeah, just yeah. sorry to interrupt you. The same, this is the problem with like headlines. Like I've been in business since two years, not a single headline. We've worked very quietly on focusing on real value creation. This mm. is the first podcast that I'm doing. I'm actually <laughs> not a fan of, you know, I, I'm, I'm not too good. No, I'm not, not too great at marketing myself. But my point is that I think everyone, like you said, is focused on the headlines. Mm. Six million raised doesn't matter if it's all gone tomorrow. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Look, I'll tell you, I, I'll be very honest. I'll, one of the reasons why, I mean, I had a conversation with Faisal. Um, he mentioned five uh, startups that he's, or, or, or his VC has, uh, you know, uh, invested in. You were the top of my list, and I'll tell you why. Mira thought process is the way that I see it, I see aging population in uh, Europe. I see aging population in Japan. I see polarization rising. So first thought is aging population, a productivity increase, karni hai, migration will Polarization is coming, um, anti-immigration sentiment is coming, so suddenly you say, okay, chha, productivity needs to be, but you can't do so much relocate in mass. So in the age of AI, you have a realization that digital can be a lot of work. So now these markets are going to be looking at, uh, let's say, the global south for a lot of the productivity done online. Just mm. like my thought is that okay, Pakistan is a dollar crisis. Pakistan hard industries is not going to It takes time. It takes a lot of money. What we can do is that our 50 lakh children are going to reach the Somehow, if we are able to educate them, so we can empower them to eventually work uh, for, let's say, Europe or Japan or other countries in the world and get the dollar in. But then our child is not being educated, right? So. When I heard you, you're part of the, uh, the only, probably very small segment of startups. Because I see that startup is value creation. Kareem did value creation. Kareem is doing, apart from the fact that Kareem has taken a headcount in Pakistan so that my valuation will go up. Pakistan is a lost market. Pakistan's margins are terrible. And Kareem is a, Pakistan is a pain in the neck for Kareem. Pakistan is a very success story. Consumption driven, as much as you can optimize it, it will not go in the short term. The only startup that I personally find value in is one that inherently is part of the funnel that increased bottom line dollar for Pakistan. 
education actually is one that increases the bottom line dollar because if you allow for an x amount of people to be educated and get connected to real economy that they can start to earn from that's a startup jo ke growth mein jo nazar aati hai and that's one of the reasons why so i think you're on the right uh, track of uh, uh, is problem solving i want to understand a little bit about Okay, within this context, what exactly are you guys doing um, at this point in time? You've been, uh, you know, working for two years. Yeah. You're live right now. Yes. Okay, tell me about what what's the model? How does it work? Sure. So, um, just to answer your, just on your point, just real quickly, well, the gap that I'm trying to target is that if you look at the middle class population, right, they'll do high school. प्राइवेट सेक्टर में अगर आप देखें सेवेंटीन बिलियन डॉलर मार्केट यू एस डॉलर दे डूइंग एजुकेशन बट देर इज अ गैप देर इज ड्रॉप दे डोंट गो टू हायर एजुकेशन दिस ड्रॉप इज वट एजुफाई इज ट्राइंग टू इंक्रीज राइट वे आर ट्राइंग टू इंक्रीज द लिटरेसी रेट्स बट इंजेक्टिंग कैपिटल हेयर बट आपने पढ़ना है आपने कॉलेज जाना है एजुफाई की ऐप डाउनलोड करो आपको सब्सिडाइज लोन मिल जाएगा आप महीने में मंथली इंस्टॉलमेंट्स पे करो वी विल इंश्योर के आप college par sakte hain that that that's what we're trying to do um, and are there specific colleges that are right now matlab can anyone do this or are there specific colleges that jinke uh, students ke paas abhi ye opportunity hai so i have poached probably so in pakistan there is around 77 medical colleges i'm focusing on medical colleges we have other colleges on our board as well i poached a lot of them and um, right now we have around 20 colleges in 2 years which is you know we have around 200,000 students who are you know in our you know uh signed up technically with us um so but if a child what we do in our in our UX design as well if a child applies for a loan from a specific college who is not on our portal we do make an active effort when if the if the if you know if we see a large demand ki is college mein demand chahiye logon its students ne pakistan ne ke bachcho ne is कॉलेज में जाके पढ़ना है वी डू अप्रोच दैट कॉलेज में लाइक दे ये ले लिस्ट ये भाई लिस्ट है कि इन ये ये बच्चे आपके स्कूल में पढ़ना चाहते हैं पैसे नहीं है हम पैसे दे दे के आप हमारे साथ साइन कर लें राइट सो वी डू रिवर्स इंजीनियर द डिमांड इज वेल राइट बट यू हैव टू रिमेंबर लेंडिंग बिजनेस द प्रॉब्लम इज नॉट ऑन द डिमांड साइड इट्स नॉट अ डिमांड डिफिशियंट बिजनेस राइट रेस सिक्स मिलियन यू एस डॉलर सो इन दैट you know that problem uh, supply side is solved so where's wh- what are you going to use that money for um we in the we've been focusing on the tech build so now we're going to be focusing on growth and marketing so now after two years we're just going to start actively marketing mm-hmm. um getting the word out which brings me to you know podcasts <laughs> like this right. making people understand our product and you know this great product that we have for the pakistani population and you know get them to use it really. how do you ensure the the students don't default on on this like what's the what's the ratio of students who don't don't end up paying or for one reason or the other um you know default on their payments so i think it's a very interesting gap right so if you study the data from colleges um you'll realize so we did a survey in you know across the 200,000 students that we have around 30 35% said that they need some sort of credit facility or if there was a credit product available they would use it matlab ki agar hum aapko loan denge kya aap lenge unne kaha ha hum lenge but then you ask them aap apne fee pay karte hain ha hum karte hain 
बट दे स्टिल नीडेड बिकॉज यू डोंट नो हाउ दिस पीपल आर यू नो मतलब कि पैसे वो किस तरह पीछे से जमा करके अपनी फी अदा कर रहे हैं राइट सो दे आर कैपिटल कंस्ट्रेंट बट दे आर नॉट डिफॉल्टर्स and that is what makes our product beautiful or this space beautiful because they're not going to default on this payment education is a priority payment for many households in pakistan people will default on their ghar ke loan par default kar denge ya i mean mortgage is markish to hain in pakistan but i'm just saying if there was like you know car but like parent will educate their child medical college ke bacche ki fee ada kar like hogi but wahi wala masla hai na ki medical college is the top of the pyramid to be mm. very honest in pakistan uh, the real impact is not going to be medical colleges the real impact is going to be jab di khan institute of technology ka bachcha jo ke jiska koi data available nahi hai jo ke bilkul peripheries mein hai um aur usko opportunity that's truly your middle class or sometimes even lower middle class jiske fees bhi kuch zyada nahi hai matlab agar main kehta hu ki medical college iski 25 lakh rupaye ka main loan le raha hu वो शायद दो ढाई लाख रुपए का लोन टू हंड्रेड का लोन होगा बट um, वहाँ पर क्वेश्चन आता है देर आर लॉट ऑफ कंपनीज दैट टू एंड अप फोकसिंग ऑन द टॉप थ्री परसेंट की इकोनॉमी एंड पाकिस्तान में ये बहुत बड़ा मसला है कि वी हैव अ टॉप थ्री परसेंट की इकोनॉमी जिसके अंदर हम सारी सर्विस बनाते हैं ये करते हैं वो करते हैं बट वी डोंट हैव अ बूमिंग मिडिल क्लास क्योंकि उनके इट गेट्स डर्टियर देयर राइट एंड इट गेट्स मोर कॉम्प्लिकेटेड it's easy to do with this with lums or fast or medical colleges and so on how do you ensure um ke for example main mass market universities mein ja saku aur main unko ye facility provide karu i mean i'm sure there must be some data point right maybe first year pe na ho agar second year ke upar main keh sakta hu ki koi cap hai gpa ka degree ka what are the mechanisms that you use sure. to compel the student to to not default sure so we have a adalfai is also one of our shareholders adalfai i don't know if you know what so adalfai is one of pakistan's leading uh, credit scoring startups so okay. they raised 7 million they were just on forbes as well just the other day um it's led by salman akhtar who is the ceo of techlogix so there are partners so our credit scoring side is you Sorry. know is you know that's what we've been focusing on for 2 years it's it's a this is a risky game you know lending is in lending in pakistan with interest rates are god knows what you know in yeah, yeah. uh, is probably one of the most scary things you can do but um but it's also the holy grail as well right look uh, at least credit scoring is a holy grail credit scoring in it, and i genuinely do yeah. believe that credit scoring does work in countries like pakistan if you do it right what we focused on in you know that's where my kind of my background a little bit has helped as well is focusing on the consumer's ability to pay and what our thesis is driven by is that if we think if the person is able to pay or he has the ability to pay he will pay right for the a child's education um and when we look at the ability pay, to pay we're doing you know we've narrowed it down to doing algorithms on the bank statements itself like true algorithms so and and to answer your question on the education side we have an education sector as well so we look at for example what are the dropout rates of a college right so there's obvious you know there's obvious hypothesis like okay if the college is not that great because there's a medical colleges ki rankings bhi hoti hai normal colleges ki bhi rankings hoti hain to dropout rates will be higher but we've also taken account of you know people move laterally from colleges which are not that great to mm. better colleges right so you have mm. to account for that you have to account for gpa um we which we do account for we we account for degree um, hardness so um what that means is that if the degree is super hard like i mean then The the, the 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 dropout rates are predicted to be higher as well, and that's where our technology comes in because we have a 
our technology systems are plugged into these colleges. We're getting this data from real time from the students. The students are picking the courses. We know which courses are the popular ones. We know what their scores are for them. We are one of the startups which are genuinely using technology to actually impact real, like, you know, tangible uh, decisions in the business and how to actually lend out. Right. In terms of, I mean, while you are focused on the technology side of things, ये जो आपका कंज्यूमर है वो जब आपके पास एक दफ़ा आ गया और उसका एक क्रेडिट स्कोर सिस्टम आ गया और उसने इंश्योर किया कि वो आपको रिटर्न्स दे रहा है माय अंडरस्टैंडिंग इज़ कि यू आर लिटरली दी ऑन बॉर्डर फॉर क्रेडिट फॉर अ लार्ज नंबर ऑफ कंज्यूमर्स एंड सो टू स्टिक टू जस्ट एजुकेशन वुड वुड would be losing out on the value jo ke aapke paas jab aapke paas wo banda aa gaya wo usne 4 saal aapse loan leke wo figure out kiya wo graduate ho ke bahar chala gaya to there's a range of products now that you can potentially offer them because you have a lot of data that a lot of other people don't and so that person can be literally a lifelong consumer uh, for a lot of uh, a wide range of services 100% aapne kabhi socha hai ki you know once they're out what what's next for them of course there's like that's why we're focusing on the student right so that's why we're focusing on the students so we can um uh they have a lo- long lifeline li- lifeline ahead of them and um uh, we want to ensure that the we capture all of the value across all of their needs right um SNPL which is study now pay later is one of our first products we have a number of products in the pipeline but i also don't want to dive into you know the number one mistakes that early stage startups do which is doing everything too fast. I want to focus on what we're doing. I want to be the best in the business and what we're doing. Execute that, build a really great loan portfolio, build a consumer base which literally is sitting in the lounge in Pakistan where apne dost ko bata rahe honge, bhai humne to apni education edify se karai hai. Ye product dekhe, like your consumer should be your marketer. That's those are my KPIs right now, right? Yes, when I'm doing that successfully, the market will determine my next product. I believe in looking at the do डिमांड है मार्केट से उस पर प्रोडक्ट्स बिल करो अपने पावर पॉइंट अपने यू नो यू मे वी का पिच डैक पावर पॉइंट में लिखते कि हम ये रिमिटेंस रिमिटेंस का लाइक एवरी वन लव स्पिंग दिस रिमिटेंस थिंग इन रिमिटेंस डाल दें ये डाल दें ओके बट लाइक हाउ लाइक यू नो द हाउ इज इज अ बिग पार्ट और द यू नो the 30 million you know the 30 million uncredited population or you know big key numbers which don't really mean anything and yes you have a lot of data we we will build more products but i believe in just let's just do our product and do it to the best of our abilities and then we can launch more products as a month come we have a student credit card in the line obviously that's our natural next product we have a teacher salary advance product we have a number of really exciting products if there's demand in the market we will Makes spend sense. the resources to do that what's the vision here though i mean what's in terms of agar main numbers ki baat karu agar main growth ki baat karu main scale mm-hmm. ki baat karu um you, again you mentioned 20 medical schools um and and 200000 active users or 200000 onboarded users at least um but what's the potential and what are you looking to target over the next 3 to 5 years sure so the larger vision for edufy is to be Pakistan's first student-led, you know, digital fintech, right? How that looks like or what products we end up launching, you know, time will tell. Um, even if we capture our first primary market, it's like I mentioned, it's a $30 billion market. We can become a unicorn or a billion-dollar company even if we just execute the space to the dot, right? Um, 
Yeah. But you you don't have any I mean you're not ready to share any numbers in terms of what your targets are. Of course we at any startup, you know when I left my job in London, I didn't move back to just, you know, have a quick exit. We do want to become Pakistan's first unicorn. Um but I think you know doing it one step at a time yeah, with yeah, the strong foundation. Yeah, I think it should be it should be yeah. Tell me about moving back to Pakistan. I mean, you've never lived here. Mm. Um what compelled you? It's not an easy place to live in. Mm-hmm. Um it's definitely not an easy place to do business and you moved in 2021 and it all went to shit after that. Yeah. <laughs> best, best timing ever. Best timing ever. I <laughs> honestly. So so I mean tell me the thought process before making this switch and your family is still in Saudi? Yeah, my family is still in Saudi. What were what were They my family's kind of all over the place. Some what, of them are in London, some of them are in Saudi. What was their feeling uh when you said, "Listen, this is this is what I'm going to do?" And uh personally, what were you thinking when you decided to make this happen? Well, the real answer is that I was having an existential crisis <laughs> <laughs> on what am I doing with my life, you know? I think as we all do when working in private equity in London or wherever. And I'd done a couple of years there now. So, um I wouldn't say I was, you know, I I had reached that age where I was kind of questioning like what is the meaning of life what is my impact in life is it just am I going to live a consumption based life or am I going to give back in a tangible way in a space that I feel passionate about um and that really led my decision because as I mentioned I worked in a charity when I was a, I was a kid so I did have this frustration in, in on why we can't solve the, 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 there is a pressing problem and we need to solve it and my background kind of fit well with that from you know Goldman credit um in investor relations so i wanted to bring that back to my home country you know um and uh yeah was was i mean did you do some sort of a research kr pakistan mujhe karna chahiye you could have gone elsewhere as well right you could have be, you could potentially have been based out of let's say dubai mm-hmm. and focused on the indian market or um the indonesian market or i mean there are bunch of countries yeah. uh jahan par comparatively bengali market for that sure. matter why pakistan Well, if you actually study the Indian market, India has the largest student loan fintechs. They have billions, like I mean, billion dollar valuations, but like millions, sorry, of US dollars pumped in for the exact product that I am building in Pakistan. Interesting. And there's nobody else currently who's worked on something similar in Pakistan. Yes, yes. When I moved back in October 21, we are we are the first ones um doing study now. So there's a gap in the market. So to answer right. your question, I moved to Pakistan because obviously I'm from Pakistan descent, but also no one is doing student loans. Right. Um and so that's what triggered my move and I personally feel like you should work in a space that you feel passionate about. I feel very passionate about this market and I do believe that the product will work here and there's a demand here there's a need here i mean i'm not going to build a student loan fintech in london for example there's probably existing players product, there right. it's a developed market they have that you know that need has been covered but in pakistan there's a need and the, and that's exactly what tech is supposed to do right. it's supposed to bridge that gap between a need and makes sense what was the family's thought on on you deciding to My mom just started singing the national anthem. She's very a proud, you know. <laughs> she's a proud patriot, like patriotic Pakistani. So, and she's brought me up like that. So she was like, "I'm so glad you, you know, you're leaving the West and doing something that you know in 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 our home country." Um, was she not worried at all about? Uh, I mean, again, like I said, 
Yeah. Patriotism on one side, it is a difficult place to to be in and you you moved here alone. Yeah, right? I lived here alone. I think soci- like especially I think society wise, it's very weird. Hmm. Like why is a girl living alone? Hmm. I and I know I I got a couple of raised eyebrows, you know. People were like, "Oh, she's probably moving back to get married." And I'm like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, could have done that in London like, no, right. no, no. You know, I mean, I mean, um I moved back because this is this is what I feel passionate about and um so yeah but I I mean yeah I mean it's definitely I'm Did you it, have a social circle here? Did you was, was I ha- I did have I do have a couple of friends but to be honest um my this sounds a bit cliche but you know when you're working in the office for a large amount of hours your team does become your friends my head of product I've gone very close to and um my head of development she's also a female Amna Kamar she you know we're a team we're family at at the office and I feel like when you're working towards a collective vision coming home maybe to an empty house like doesn't it means long hours so um yeah you headquartered yourself uh in garishow so the technologics office right so technologics is based in garishow so the top floor of technologics technologics is one of pakistan's oldest tech companies 30 right. years so we're in the top floor so edufi has the top floor there was was uh, coming to lahore a conscious choice why not karachi or islamabad to be honest i didn't know when i moved back that karachi is really the hub of the tech space and lahore doesn't really have that ecosystem but um i to date i don't move to i haven't moved to karachi because my team my credit team and the technologics kind of um back end support that we have because we're part of like a bigger entity here um you know grounds us in lahore makes sense how do you see the overall fintech space in pakistan again context ट्विटर के ऊपर हर थोड़े से बात तस्वीर आती है पाकिस्तान फिनटेक लैंडस्केप जिसमें कोई तकरीबन दहाई टू हंड्रेड एंड फिफ्टी थ्री हंड्रेड डिफरेंट लोगोज लगे हुए होते हैं फॉर फॉर फ्राम समवन हुई वॉलेट्स अनबैक पॉपुलेशन द नंबर्सलाइट डेक्स आर फिनल द एग्जीक्यूशन आई डोंट नो इफ इट्स द एग्जीक्यूशन दैट हैज़ आई वुंट से फेल्ड बट लैग्ड और वॉट but somehow it hasn't kicked off every year but like next year is when it's going to really kick off um you're in that space if you were to zoom out a bit um and look at again the the hundreds of wallets and the um um you know thousands of micro products out there why haven't we been able to create the mpesas and the paytms um even though we had a head start pakistan back in the day with easy pesa was one of the first in the region uh to essentially get into this space but you know what are your thoughts on that look i think a large part of that is driven by capital right like if you're not going to see the capital you're not going to be able to um be aggressive with your growth strategies it kind of like you're playing the game with a handicap right um you can't play you can't enter the playing field and expect to win the fight when you have one arm behind your back that's how pakistan is playing the field right um india access to capital right massive capital and that's we, the discussion will go into geopolitical reasons it'll go into our you know politics you know so i don't want to really go into that but yes i mean our economy is down you know we we just got the imf package um hopefully that comes up by q2 2024 um but uh, our economy geopolitical tensions lack of capital does contribute to it right hmm. um we have amazing founders like 
Omer, Abi, great. You know, I can name a number of other excellent fintech, you know, um, uh, friends and colleagues who are just exceptional. And they, by the way, they, you know, in the fintech space, people are hitting numbers. Right, maybe, 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 yes, if you compare us to India and like have we hit a billion dollar unicorn, not yet. But Um, you think we can get there? Yeah, most definitely. I wouldn't move back if I didn't think that. (laughs) What do you think about the technology side though? Because you said very interesting that capital exists, but if I look at my experience, in Pakistan, it was also the people who were getting into it early early uh, days mein. there was a lot of pakistan mein tech uh, telecom ke paas bahut zyada paisa tha they got into fintech more often than not they drove fintech the way that they drove telecom which was basically they were marketing bona fide marketing glorified marketing companies they would go to third parties get their products made um, and then market the hell out of it mujhe usme problem ye aaya tha ke it's in the word, right? If the tech is in the word, then you need to own the tech. Mm-hmm. Globally, you'd find that, and I, I, I do believe, I mean, uh, Omer has been on the show, there have been a couple of founders, the best founders I found were investment bankers, more often than not, which also places you at the top. Um, but they had a very core focus on, that we need to own the tech. The tech is the, the real value here, and then we can do everything Historically, in Pakistan, mein, you, you'd find a lot of people who were like, tech is just okay, we'll make whatever. Um, we basically market the consumer, we'll Which, result was that you got sloppy apps. I'll give you an easy example. It's the biggest player in Pakistan. Um, for almost six years, my easy pesa account didn't open. I said, why not Sir, your data not I market text Sir, ticket fix Sir, inside I knew a couple of folks inside. I asked them, we locked out. That, I mean, that was mind-numbing for me, right? Ke, the, 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 the entire concept of a technology company is that you it should be so fast and fluent that directly go and problem identify again within six hours which bank figure out mm-hmm. but our model was broken tha in the sense that we tried to use the old business model and sort of polish it with the fintech wali polish um, and 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 Maybe that was one of the reasons why a lot of the people failed. They're doing a good job. Recently, Apple Pay wala product launched. Again, they're owning the tech. Do you think tech is at the heart and core of any startup? Obviously, I do, right? Uh, I, I, I definitely think that. But I think tech is a very broad word. Um, mm-hmm. You know, some startups, I, some startups I see tech enabled, right? Um, but if you truly need, if you truly want to capitalize on the, why do we say tech? What do we say? Like, what does it mean? If you truly want to capitalize on the exponential growth, like if you look at any startup deck, right? Hmm. You see revenue, it'll be like this and then it'll go like this. Like right. it's called the hockey, you know, the hockey stick curve. Right. Why is that? That's because that's when you've really reduced the customer acquisition cost and your tech is working to allow and to enable scale. Right. And reduced cost. That's what traditional businesses don't have, right? Right. Traditional businesses are backed by 
you know, it might be a standard inventory business or whatever. Um, they will have, you know, increasing costs as you grow. But that's the difference. And if you don't have that tech in place, your CAC will remain high. You will continue to burn. You will not, if, if you if we're in the current state, you won't get capital and then you'll be out of business. Right. Um, so yes, if you if any startup genuinely wants to run, you have to invest in your tech. The second reason you genuinely need to invest in tech is from a competitive standpoint, right? market consumer but tech is an app right hmm. at, at its core it, you, if you in, it can move to the other uh, competitor really fast and then you and then there's a lag time for tech it takes a year or like maybe a year and a half to build like genuine tech right like hmm. for example the system that we've plugged into our college it took us it's taken us two years to build right. that right and um and then it'll be too, you'll be too late. Competitors might take your your consumers. So you really do have to be tech enabled to one ensure competitive advantage and to in, ensure your CAC is low. Tell me about your tech. Mm. Um, you like again, the consumer facing is basic, right? That's just, just interfacing. Yeah. App has come. Once you're in, you're in. Yeah. Um, do you own the credit scores of your consumers? Yes. Okay. And yes. is that an evolving? Yes. Credit score. And we genuinely use machine learning. Okay. And we, and that's why we have, you know, we, we had the, we credit scoring is one aspect of our tech, right? So credit scoring is one thing. We're doing that. We have our app. That's the other thing. We have our system that is plugged into the colleges to help us get the data right. for the students. Right. And that includes the academic data and a lot of those things exactly. as well. Our systems, our ERP Attendance systems, our, our, our campus and cloud software that goes into the colleges and really you know, allows students to choose their courses and, and pick that. That's the system. And then we also have our liquidity portal, which is basically what the banks or the liquidity providers use to hmm. track their um, loan applications. Right. And who's in terms of the, so you're basically the connector. The money basically student ko loan is going basically banks are coming well, we've raised our own funds. We have a number. Yes, we partner with banks, but we've partnered with other liquidity providers as well. We have also raised our own money. Interesting. Do you? But do all you, of them, all the, all of the liquidity channels, they feed into our liquidity portal, so you can still view the tech. So, do you think at some point it can open up to end users as well? So, I say, I have Pakistan product exist invest return this seems a lot more tangible uh, compliance do you think an end consumer can invest in some up, uh, a product like this yeah would you always want to let's say go to a mutual fund or this or that consolidate so one like idea that I have been exploring or been thinking about in my spare time is um Anyone who wants to invest in this space can. I'll, I'll do a donation scheme, TK, and, and whatever capital I get, I will use that to reduce the interest rate for the student. Okay, interesting. So spread, spread that capital to, so that more students can get the loan at a lower rate. Okay, but that's so a donation I scheme. That's not a return to the consumer. <clears throat> right so if if i for example want no to it is because remember our loan has interest it's just subsidized so the interest that you get that's a return to the consumer right you're saying a consumer would invest right mm -hmm. and he like he invests in the company but it's like I, I know, for example mm -hmm. 1 lakh rupaya in laga mm -hmm. take it 
एक लाख रुपया उस पर डिवाइड हुआ फॉर अ स्टूडेंट लेट से रेट चल रहा है टेन परसेंट ठीक है आप टेन परसेंट के ऊपर टू परसेंट डालते हैं बारह परसेंट साल का डिवाइड होता है और वो उसके हिसाब से उसकी इंस्टॉलमेंट्स बन जाती हैं ठीक है कैपिटल मैं लगा रहा हूँ आप इनेबल कर रहे हैं अगर मैं उसमें डाल रहा हूँ तो उसके ऊपर मुझे ठीक है यू टेक अ कट ऑन इट ऑब्वियसली प्लेटफॉर्म फी बट दैट डज कम बैक टू मी इंटरेस्टिंग इट्स एन आईडिया बीन एक्सप्लोरिंग बट लाइक आई सेड आवर फर्स्ट प्रोजेक्ट इसकी दस चीजें और भी होंगी या 100 100 थिंग्स बट द गोल ऑफ दिस द ओनली रीजन आई वुड ब्रिंग इफ वी एवर ब्रिंग रिटेल इन्वेस्टर्स ऑनटू दिस स्पेस वुड द ओनली बेनिफिट आई सी फॉर एजुफाई इज के ओवरऑल सबका लाइक फॉर ऑल ऑफ द स्टूडेंट्स Huh. If I'm giving an inter- at an interest rate of twelve with retail money because it doesn't have the same kind of cost of capital associated with it, right? I'd be able to reduce it from let's say whatever interest rate we have, let's just say twenty percent to eighteen percent right. because you because you don't have a cost of capital if that if that makes sense. Ha, मतलब वो हाँ. So then, right. so what I'm saying is now for all of the students, I can give the loan at eighteen hmm. percent, and you make eighteen percent, and then for all of them, I can give it at a. Interesting. Tell me about um, again the conversation we were just having before this was someone who's working on uh, a social impact product. Fascinating, actually. I never thought of thought of it like that. But unka concept yeh tha unka yar. Humara wo platform hai. Platform ke upper anyone all over the world can uh, donate on specific areas, and it's all tra- traceable, and there's data available, and whatnot. Um, मेरे पास मल्टीपल टाइम्स ना पीपल हैव कम रीच्ड आउट टू मी देर लाइक यार मेरा मेरी सैलरी सॉरी मेरी फीस ड्यू है और ये फोटो कापीज़ हैं और आप प्लीज़ ये जमा करवा दें सेमेस्टर की फीस है ये वो अच्छा पहला उसका मसला ये आता है कि यार डेढ़ दो लाख रुपया जब कोई आता है आके आपसे कहता है कि हंड्रेड फिफ्टी थाउजेंड टू हंड्रेड जमा करवाने हैं आई डू फील बैड फॉर पीपल एंड आई डों डू इट बट वो लिक्विडिटी फ़ौरन तो नहीं अवेलेबल मेरे पास वो कहने जी लास्ट ड्यू डेट है दूसरा ये कि ट्रेसेबिलिटी और और ऑथेंटिसिटी का भी बड़ा क्वेश्चन मार्क आता है डू यू थिंक यू कुड पोटेंशली प्लग अ प्रोडक्ट वेर लेट से कंज्यूमर आता है वो कहता है सो थिंक फाइनेंशियल एड बट ब्रोकन डाउन इन टू मंथली इंस्टॉलमेंट्स सो फॉर एग्जांपल मैंने एक बच्चे को भेजना है यूनिवर्सिटी मुझे इससे गर्ज नहीं है कि बच्चे अब नॉर्मल यूनिवर्सिटीज डोंट हैव लाइक डिजिटल प्लेटफॉर्म उनका वही होता है कि दे गिव यू अ फी चलान यू गो टू अ बैंक यू यू नो सबमिट इट मैं कहता हूँ कि यार मैंने बच्चे को भेजना है मैं एक सोशल इम्पैक्ट का पार्टनर करता हूँ मैं कहता हूँ यार बच्चा आप डिफाइन करेंगे पेमेंट्स ये मैनेज करेंगे मेरे महीने की पच्चीस हज़ार रुपये या थर्टी थाउजेंड मैं महीने के कटाऊँगा आप इंश्योर करेंगे वो इंश्योर करेंगे बच्चा यूनिवर्सिटी जा रहा है आप इंश्योर करेंगे उसकी फीस अकाउंट फॉर हो रही है बच्चे को एक रुपये का भी नहीं और बच्चा फुल फाइनेंशियल एड प्लान पर सो फॉर एग्जाम्पल आई कैन से मुजमिल हसन स्कॉलरशिप टेक्स स्कॉलरशिप मैं लॉन्च करता हूँ एंड आई पार्टनर विद दिस सेट ऑफ पीपल एंड दे मैनेज ऑल ऑफ दैट डेक सेंस बेसिकली सेवाइड लाइक स्कॉलरशिप फॉर द स्टूडेंट फ्री ऑफ कॉस्ट ब्रोकन डाउन सो फॉर इट्स मच ईजियर फॉर मी टू अकाउंट फॉर दैट डोनेशन दैट्स गो हैपनिंग एवरी मंथ राधर दैन यू नो एक लम सम स्टार्ट में जाके बच्चे किया फिगर आउट किया या हर सेमेस्टर में मुझे देना पड़ रहा है आई हैव अ प्लेटफॉर्म जिसके बाद मेरे पास उसकी इंसाइट भी आ रही है मेरे पास उसकी इन्फॉर्मेशन भी आ रही है कि वो बच्चा जा रहा है सही जा रहा है बिकॉज यू हैव दैट डेटा राइट कि जी उसके ग्रेड सही आ रहे हैं सिस्टम सही आ रहा है डे थिंक दैट कुड पोटेंशली बी मीड और It's just basically you're combining it's like a Venn diagram between charity and 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 uh, 
uh, traceability and accountability and breaking it down into micro like micro pieces in terms of the payments or the donors coming from. Yeah, of course, I think that's very doable. But once again, the charity model is not sustainable. Mm. Like you have to still go back to the donors and be like, "Bhai, aap mujhe aur paise de de." Like, "Humne aur bachcho ko padhana hai." Right, but right. Of course, main ye keh raha hu ke aapki to product hai na. Aapke liye main charity nahi hu. Yeah. Think of it like this. Charity chode. Bachcha hai. Bachche ki bachche ne loan apply karna hai. Bachche ka jo paisa aa raha hai na, wo actually uske chacha ne pay karna hai, jo ke America mein baithe hain. Okay, okay. ठीक है, so essentially दो notes निकल आएंगे। आपके लिए product है। Oh, but we, we, oh, so you're talking about co-borrowing? Yes, so the idea is कि जी मैं forget charity, charity मेरे scope में, आपके scope में you're just a product, right? So आपके पास जो बच्चा आ रहा है, वो आपको आप महीने के पैसे नहीं दे रहा। मुझे एक separate portal चाहिए, जिसमें जो बंदा pay कर रहा है, उसको separate insight हो, जो बंदा actually is the student does that make sense? So we do that already. Okay, how, how does that work? So we are our co-borrowing. So the student can either, if he, you know, doesn't, the thing is we look at ability to pay, remember. So students sometimes might not have the ability to pay for the loan. In that case, we allow co-borrowers. So either if it's a relative, so cha-cha ho gaya, ya parent ho gaya, and then we assess their income. And to see, and it's a co-borrowing mechanism. So the parent and the student, so there's a parent portal on our app and then there's a child portal. So depending on that, the, like and it's synced so they'll be able to see this for the same loan ki kitni payment pay hogi hai. and if a child earns in one month and wants to pay we also allow that right and isme agar for example you have that data of students who have gotten into universities they've applied for this they may not have the ability to pay is there a possibility ki wo co-borrower open market mein aa jai? Basically, I want to draw a linkage that I have a lot of fun. It's been a lot of fun. It's been a lot of fun. But are we doing it now? No. And I also think that, yeah, I think from a licensing perspective. Question mark. Yeah. Because you're basically getting retail, you're building a retail fund. You're going to the retail, in its truest form. Is there a way for you to have the co-borrower as a father? ठीक है, is there a way for you to connect at least? मैं ये कह रहा हूँ, मेरी problem statement समझे? Yeah yeah. मैं ये कह रहा हूँ यार मैंने scholarship launch करनी है, but मेरे पास मैं नहीं इस वक्त खप में मत सकता कि यार मैं पाकिस्तान में कहाँ से ढूँढूँगा सबसे deserving बच्चा? Yeah of course, yeah. Right, so you can actually connect me to the deserving बच्चा, जिसके मैं घरवालों से बात कर लूँगा कि भैया आप loan apply करो, मैं आपको महीने की payments किया करूँगा. Of course, yeah. We have our we scholarships are part of our plan. Like that's a simple scholarship program, and we and we and we intend on launching that. But I think the bigger, more impactful thing, like I mentioned before, is that But the bigger thing is taking your money and distributing it amongst every evenly amongst all students. Right. So that the average cost for all students goes down. Right. That's what I think is more impactful. You're just thinking in when it, it you have you have the data loan and I have money, connect with you. Right. So but that's, like, that's not as impactful. Uh, like, connectivity is... I get like it. It's like I said, like, education sector mein loans dena, or like student loans is not a demand-efficient business. Right. Like, it's, it's not like... The service that I'll be providing to you by introducing you to somebody who needs a loan, education loan, is not that valuable. That makes sense. Do you think... Achha, sorry. It's because... Um... I don't know how the financial system works and obviously you're the expert there. So help me understand. Let's say interest rate is 23%, 22%? 22 base rate, yeah. 22 base rate. 
दैट बेसिकली मीन्स कि अगर बैंक जो है वो एक लाख रुपया किसी को लोन दे रहा है और उस पर वो ट्वेंटी फोर परसेंट चार्ज कर रहा है तो बैंक को टू परसेंट मिल रहा है और ट्वेंटी टू परसेंट स्टेट बैंक के पास जा रहा है He making a two percent margin, but no one is doing consumer lending at twenty four. It's much higher than that. May I'm just yeah. It's like assuming so random numbers. Banks are giving consumer lending probably at like thirty. Okay, so thirty. May I say, the bank pocket is right. It's eight percent, and twenty two percent goes to the state bank. How yes, does that work? But like, there's a margin of let's pretend thirty percent consumer lending, but twenty two is their cost of capital. They also have a buffer. Um, they have to maintain a delinquent like. Uh, a certain ratio within their for liquidity reasons um so maybe they make like 4 5% margin okay agar for example aap kehte hain ki yaar main paisa uthata hu muzammil se aur main muzammil ko kehta hu ki yaar tumhara matlab mere paas paisa pada hua hai aur main is waqt as a consumer bank mein ja nahi raha badi khap hai as a consumer mera paisa burn ho raha hai theek hai mujhe agar 5% bhi mil raha hai na to main bahut khush hu theoretically theek hai okay Theoretically, but you know you could put, but the consumer can just put it on the bank and get twenty two percent. So I know. Make a a theory. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Theoretically, yeah. Bank का system क्योंकि मुझे समझ नहीं आ रहा bank. ठीक है. As in, like you don't trust the bank. I don't trust the bank. I don't understand the bank. For some weird reason, you don't want to put it in the bank account. ठीक है. ठीक है. मैंने bank account में डाला मेरे संदूक में पैसा पड़ा burn हो रहा है. ठीक है. मैं अगर आपको देता हूँ एक लाख रुपया, can you disburse that at seven percent? I need a license for this. You need a license for yes. this. If you have a license, then yes. Irrespective of the 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 uh, central bank rate. Um. Yeah, because I don't have any cost of capital from. Nobody tells you what rate you need to disperse at. Okay. Okay. That's like, like this is what we decide, right? We're looking at our own expenses. Our expenses twenty two percent. That's our cost of capital, and then you decide what to set it at, right? Right. You're coming to me. मुझे फॉर गेट द मनी फ्रॉम यू मुझे कोई कॉस्ट ऑफ कैपिटल नहीं है इट्स फ्री कैपिटल फॉर मी राइट राइट सो आई माइट हैव सम लाइक प्रोसेसिंग और वट एवर चार्जेस ऑन दैट बट या टेक्निकली स्पीकिंग आई कैन गिव इट टू यू एट सेवन परसेंट सेवन बट आई नीड अ लाइसेंस वॉट सॉर्ट ऑफ लाइसेंस आई बिलीव इन लाइसेंस नो नो एंड नॉट एन बी एफ सी आई थिंक इट वुड आई थिंक इफ वी क्रिएट अ रिटेल फंड इट्स इट वुड बी अलिट बिट डिफरेंट Like okay. all of these retailers, right? Right now, do you have a license? Yes. What what sort of a license is that? NBFC, non-banking financial institution. Okay. Is uh, ye um, is this an open-ended license? That if certain you do things, you will get it. Or is it a state bank with certain limits? The amount of people who can get it. Uh, so yes, the licenses have gone through a lot of scrutiny as well. Um, uh, in the lending space, uh, and you have to be in business for three years. um and uh, a certain a certain amount of funds raised capital requirement hai um does it regulate the amount of interest you can charge like yeah they do they, they, they yeah because of the entire media um like about bad apps coming in the space uh you've seen a lot of um uh regulations put on like what you can cannot do and but actually edify was one of the first apps to be um Certified. There was a new regulation that came out. We were kind of like the market leaders in terms of getting our app approved by eBricks, which is one of the top auditors. Right. That our app is actually, you know, complying with all of the our front end because we were doing those things anyways, like taking a selfie, ensuring that the consumer knows the interest rate, consumer knows what the plan is, and et cetera, et cetera. Makes sense. I'm gonna wrap this up. Uh, yeah, sure. But मुझे बताइएगा कि how do you see the overall startup ecosystem in Pakistan? We've had a dry period of no money coming in, and then suddenly we get announcements of 
सब्सटैंशल अमाउंट यू गैस डेट सिक्स मिलियन डॉलर्स पहले तो स्टार्ट में मैंने स्टार्ट में बोला ही नहीं कंग्रेचुलेशन थैंक्स बट आपको क्या लग रहा है सेंटिमेंट किस तरफ जा रहा है फॉर अ कंट्री लाइक पाकिस्तान दैट हैज लार्जली बिन इग्नोर्ड हिस्टोरिकली अब फाइनली थोड़ा सा दिस इज पॉजिटिव न्यूज आई एम श्योर इज कन चेंज द सेंटिमेंट फॉर द नेक्स्ट लेट से एटीन मंथ्स थ्रू आउट ट्वेंटी थ्री एंड दैन ट्वेंटी फोर हाउ डू यू सी द सेंटिमेंट फॉर स्टार्टअप्स इन पाकिस्तान I think we should zoom out a little bit and just think about the global landscape as well, right? Like it's not just Pakistan um going through a, like we've seen interest rates globally in, increase and you've seen a tech crash happen globally not just, you know, air, you know, airlift tag, not just Pakistan. So we're not immune to the global hmm. shift. Balki in fact But, Pakistan was a symptom of actually what was going on yeah, there rather than Yeah, exactly, yeah. right? Like we're not we're not we're not in our own si- siloed. Um but uh, I think that uh you know, the cycle is as old as ever interest rates increase people put money in the banks when people start putting away from the the market when interest rates decrease when interest rates decrease money will go out and it's very primitive basic economy like you know less standard than, huh? standard so yeah i do i do envision that you know by q2 2024 we should see a bounce back um You know, if you look at our, you know, we keep talking about our dollar deficit that Pakistan has. If you compare it to the as a percentage of GDP, it's only seven percent, right? And if you look at the U.S. GDP, I mean, I'm not comparing us to the U.S., but like as a percentage, our GDP, it's 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 not it's we it's manageable, right? And hmm. there are discussions that are happening as. you may already know i'm not going to dive too deep into that about with the uae and saudi about you know some of our assets and what can or cannot happen there so um i think that generally you're positive about of course, this yeah. sort of reversing and 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 at least on some level finding some stability yeah um for sure that. and and what i and what edufy i'm just putting edufy in context of this we are plan on like we are not plan we are expected to be profitable within the next 6 months Okay. Yeah, I mean most VCs might look at that as a red flag and be like burn more money. But um <laughs> but we we are uh, we're do you, good. Do you think the VCs have changed though? Uh ever since last year. It Where, depends. I mean, I don't like doing Are there still VCs who are like burn grow burn grow? Look, I I I I don't want to put a blank statement on all VCs, right? We can't hmm. talk about all VCs like that either. Um I think emerging market VCs do look at things a little bit differently um like i said because of lack of access to capital or easy capital hmm. um but uh yeah i think that if you're a first mover there is this um sentiment that you have to capture the market and create your barriers to entry before hmm. anybody else does Makes and sense. that requires a burn makes sense but yeah we intend on being profitable so yeah <laughs> <laughs> i hope i hope to see that happen very very soon alina i'm going to wrap this up i'm going to ask you one last question i ask mm. all of my guests you've never really lived in pakistan mm. so this is going to be interesting um then you moved very very recently you've been around uh saudi mm. the uk us and i'm sure you've traveled all across um those areas as well how do you see pakistan 27 years from now in 2050 um if you see pakistan over the last two years as you've experienced and try to extrapolate that um without any ifs and buts ke agar ye policy ho gayi to kamal ho jayega and one thing i i really want to uh, stay clear of because that's just thrown around too way too much now ke ji hamari ek youth population hai jo ke kuch bahut magic create karegi um that can go either either ways to be very honest um yes that can be a a Uh, a variable but that's not the only variable so agar overall holistically if i were to ask you what's the vision how do you see pakistan i believe 
गोल्डमन सैक्स की ही एक रिपोर्ट थी 2075 की जो बड़ी पाकिस्तान में शेयर भी हुई जिसमें पाकिस्तान वॉज दी फिफ्थ लार्जेस्ट इकोनमी इन द वर्ल्ड इन ट्वेंटी पर कैपिटा जी फोर ट्रिलियन डॉलर्स और फाइव ट्रिलियन डॉलर्स की इकॉनमी गॉड लॉट ऑफ पीपल एक्साइटेड बट उनको समझ नहीं आ रही थी बिकॉज यू नो माइक्रो के ऊपर तो द वर्ल्ड इज बर्निंग राइट वॉट आर योर थाट्स ऑन पाकिस्तान ट्वेंटी सेवन ईयर्स फ्राम नाउंटिकल्टर्स बट आई थिंक फंडामेंटली आई मीन इट्स डिफिकल्टिफिकल्टेंटिमेंट ऑफ करप्शन like you know both on a business sense and as a you know as holistically as individuals when we're doing business and work you know doesn't change and um i mean hopefully that that does change and the informal sector comes you know we see go towards a formal sector because remember 80% of our economy is in the informal sector right hmm. we only 20% of the economy is in the formal sector and tech is one of those sectors that plays in the formal space so um But look, look, I think Pakistan there's money to be made, right? Mm. I think there is a large economy. Um I think that the tech sector can be a very positive driving force to attracting real capital to the country. Mm. Um we have seen Pakistan do that in previous years, you know, where we were at our highs and I do think that that can happen again. Mm. We just need some positive success stories. Um yeah, and I mean our industries, if you look at our top, you know, some of our top top uh, industries are their their numbers are very large right like hmm. so i do envision that pakistan does have a bright future i hope it does have a bright future and i hope that i can assist or do my part in it by educating as many people as i can hmm. um reducing the brain drain increasing the literacy rate and injecting capital into the middle class um and i'm trying to do my part to try and assist in pakistan's growth makes sense thank you so much ali thank for this insightful conversation and thank you so much for coming thank you so much mazama and for all of you guys thank you so much for watching agar aapko episode pasand aaya hai to doston ke saath zarur share kariyega youtube wale like button dabayenge engagement badhegi aur logon tak mai conversation pahunchegi audio platform wale subscribe button dabayenge aane wale episodes ka aapko notification milegi let me know your thoughts in the comment section below uh, what do you think about this uh, startup this model uh, this product uh, and if you're a student looking for a student loan Uh, definitely check out the app. I'm not sure कि आपकी यूनिवर्सिटीज पर होगी या नहीं होगी बट इट्स डेफिनेटली वर्थ अ ट्राई एंड अगर नहीं भी है तो उस पर डालें एंड देर डू देर ड्यू रिलीजन एंड ट्राई टू ऑन बोर्ड द यूनिवर्सिटी एंड ओर यू एज वेल वी पुट द लिंक डाउन इन द डिस्क्रिप्शन लिंक प्लीज वर्द एड कर दीजिएगा बट एनी वेज थैंक यू सो मच फॉर वॉचिंग दिस वॉज सैद मुजमिल थैंक यू सो मच फॉर वॉचिंग एंड आल सी इन द नेक्स्ट वन